a production of Word South, a content marketing company. Story Connect, the podcast, helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. What's new at WordSouth? Who is Pioneer Utility Resources? And what do these exciting changes mean for the people we serve? That's what we'll be talking about on this episode of Story Connect Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Johns with WordSouth. We've got a special edition podcast here with some big news to share. My guests are WordSouth CEO, Stephen Smith, who you probably know, and Mike Shepard, who is the CEO of Pioneer Utility Resources, who you may not know yet. So, Stephen, why don't you go ahead and kick us off? Uh, what is so special about this special edition podcast? Uh, well, thank you, Andy. It's, um, it's, it's exciting to be on uh, this new episode of Story Connect podcast to share some big news with our listeners. Uh, we recently announced that WordSouth has been acquired by Pioneer Utility Resources. And uh, we'll get we'll get into who who those guys are in a moment, but let's just say that this is a partnership that we really believe is going to bring uh, some great services, expanded services, and some uh, wonderful opportunities to the clients that we all serve across this country. Excellent. Well, let's let's get into it a little bit then, uh, Mike. Most of our listeners already know Word South. So would you go ahead and introduce Pioneer Utility Resources to our listeners? Uh, happy to, Andy. Thanks for uh, having me on. Um, uh, looking forward to getting to know um, the audience here. Um, yeah, so Pioneer is a, uh, a 65-year-old um, communications cooperative. We're based in uh, Hillsboro, Oregon, which is um, uh, about 30 minutes outside of downtown um, Portland, um, I mentioned we are a cooperative. Um, we were formed by um, the region's electric cooperatives um, to help with them, help with their communications and at that time, uh, lineman training needs. Um, and we've evolved um, into a, um, a pretty full service um, uh, communications cooperative uh, for uh, community owned utilities, uh, primarily electrics. Um, uh, over the years, um, with our with our kind of uh, flagship products being um, magazines, um, but with a with over time uh, a now very significant presence in websites and social media and other areas. Excellent. Well, we uh, that all sounds pretty familiar. Um, doing magazines, websites, and other uh, communications work for um, utilities. So. That's definitely something um, that you know sounds familiar to our listeners. So we appreciate you. I know you're busy, uh, so we appreciate you taking time to be on um, this episode. So I guess Stephen, let's go ahead. Um, if we have any crossover listeners who are coming from Pioneer, um, do you mind go ahead and introducing Word South to them? Absolutely, Word South is. Uh... We're just a few months away from celebrating uh, 25 uh, years in the business. Uh, we have a long history of working with rural telecommunications companies, uh, even before they were uh, broadband companies, before broadband was a thing, uh, working with uh, rural electric cooperatives and helping them to tell their stories to, the, uh, to, to, to their members and customers through custom publications and, uh, you know, as you said, websites and Various uh, various channels there, uh, 
you know, we help them market their services. And then we also help them train their people. And uh, it's really the, really the three legs of the, the, the mission of this company, uh, which certainly has a lot of similarity to, to what Pioneer offers as well. Certainly. A lot of, uh, I think folks are already noticing a lot of uh, similarities and, and two similarly aligned companies here. Uh, Mike, you told us a little bit about what you, uh, what you do um, at, at Pioneer, but why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit, wh- what do you consider the strengths of Pioneer as an organization? Uh, yeah, um, great question. We, um, uh, I guess I would tag on to what um, Stephen said there, um, there's a lot, you know, the, the similarities are really obvious um, between the two organizations. Um, but, uh, you know, what what we think we bring to the table that that is um, very complementary in terms of this partnership with Word South um, is, is we've got we've got very strong um, uh, sort of administrative um, backbone after 65 years. We've got we're, we're really um, strong on, on the process side. We're we're really strong with um, our magazines and the electric side, um, and and we think we've got um, a, a very good um, sense of of where things generally need to go digitally. And and um, and we've got a, a strong West Coast presence, though our our um, our footprint has been expanding pretty rapidly in the last couple of years. So there's a lot of complementary um, things here, uh, especially when you start looking at where Word South's client base has been, and um, and and your and uh, Word South's particular strength in broadband marketing and um, and and helping telcos accomplish their marketing and communications needs. Excellent, um, Stephen. Uh, you've gotten to know Pioneer um, pretty well over uh, the course of this discussion. What have you seen that, that you like about them, or what are some of the things that, that you're excited about um, that Pioneer uh, brings to the table? Well, I think as uh, as Mike touched on there, the uh, the stability of a 65 year old uh, cooperative. Um, Mike has made the comment before that you know they're a communications cooperative, and Word South is a communications company that acts like a cooperative, and uh, that's really that's really the heart of what we we do. Uh, we we have a very similar mission. Uh, the mission of our clients you know, becomes our mission. So we see ourselves not so much as uh, serving that end client as much as helping that client take care of the communities where they live and work every day. Um, You know, they have a mission to serve those and that's our mission too. And we work alongside them to accomplish that. Um, Certainly there's a great, uh, as I said, a, a, a great amount of stability with Pioneer Utility Resources, uh, partnering with them gives us an opportunity to, you know, take some of the things that we bring to market and offer that to a wider area. Pioneer Utility Resources has uh, uh, a tremendous uh, uh, client base, track record, um, you know, a record of outstanding service, and uh, this, that's the kind of it's the kind of partner that you're looking for: shared values, um, shared mission. Uh, the cultures are very similar, uh, and, and in terms of what what we bring, Mike touched on the the the, the rural broadband um, 
specialty in particular. We've always worked with electric cooperatives, but we are seeing uh, increasingly that the nation uh, really, I think, I think the mindset now is where we were in the 40s and 50s, where we said we need to make sure that everyone has access to a reliable source of electricity. And I think that's where we are now when it comes to uh, a reliable broadband network. We, uh, I think the collective will is there as a nation to say, let's fix this once and for all. And we bring um, a lot of experience in that area to the table. Excellent. I would say so. Um, well, Mike, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about how the acquisition came about and Stephen, you know, feel free to jump in, but, um, Mike, where did this, uh, how did this all come to be? Well, you know, I almost feel like I could uh, take up the whole podcast, uh, answering that question. Um, but, uh, in fact, I learned, I learned about word South, um, even before I came to, um, pioneer, uh, about four and a half years ago. Um, and, uh, it just had heard about uh, uh, your organization, and um, and there's not you know we're fairly unique um, uh, uh, kind institutions in that you know our service um, our, our our business model is around serving community owned uh, utilities and um, and with communications there's you know I, I dare say um, that 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 the two organizations um, may be the only two of our, of our ilk um, really out there. So, um, you know, I, we had, we had lots to, uh, to work on during my, my initial time here, but I had thought about, um, you know, making connection with, with Stephen um, and Michelle um, long before I, you know, reached out one day and just said, Hey, um, you know, we should get to know each other because we do similar things. Um, and I don't necessarily feel like because of geography and because of, you know, the somewhat stronger telco, or the, the telco strength that, that WordSouth has and the electric strength that we have, um, that, that we represented a whole lot of competition with each other. Um, there were much more similarities that I think caused us to just want to be able to know each other. Um, and then things sort of um, slowly, <clears throat> slowly went from there. And, um, you know, maybe that's a good spot to turn it over to Stephen for, for his perspective and to sort of take it to the finish line on the, on the courtship. Yeah. For a while we were, um, you know, we were having conversations, Mike and I back and forth about just getting to know one another's, um, companies better. And of course I had been familiar with their, um, I guess you would say their flagship product, uh, rule light publication that uh, a lot of electric cooperatives participate in. Uh, I've been familiar with that product for years and um, just looking out there at the different models of uh, collaborative uh, magazine work among utilities. Of course, we have, uh, like I said earlier, worked with electric cooperatives for years, uh, primarily in Alabama, helping them with their local pages of the Alabama Living Magazine. And then several years ago, probably eight years ago now, had launched a collaborative publication for rural telecommunications companies across several states. So uh, I was certainly familiar with the rural light uh, uh, model and its legacy uh, there at the company. 
But as Mike and I um, continued just getting to know one another over time, it became evident there was some there was some significant synergies that um, that, that I saw the potential for, and I believe Mike did too, as we looked at our product offerings. We looked at the the geographic um, uh, areas that that we both serve. Very little overlap, and uh, we we really started diving into hey what what would this look like if we were working together to ultimately serve those in customers? And uh, those discussions became, you know, very fruitful. And then to the point, probably about a year ago, I would say they kicked into a very um, uh, serious vein where we started looking at what the mechanics of that kind of partnership would, uh, what that would look like. And so that, uh, you know, long, th- these, these kind of discussions are a long, uh, slow process, uh, intentional, you know, very strategic. And you just, uh, Move along and take your time with it to do it right, and uh, I think I think Mike and I can both say, and certainly Michelle and I, as founders of this company, we feel like uh, we feel like we got it right. Definitely, it's an exciting time, I'm sure, um, uh, for you, for you guys getting those discussions going, and then it's been a, a very exciting for our team to uh, you know to find out the news and then see how everything's starting to fit together. So um, I think we're pretty pumped about it. Um, so one of the similarities, and we've talked about quite a few of the similarities um, between the two companies. Um, interestingly, you both started off in the newspaper business. Uh, seems like about half of WordSouth staff came from the newspaper business. Both companies have huge magazine projects that focus on storytelling. Um, storytelling just keeps coming up over and over again. Stephen, how have you seen uh, both companies put an emphasis on storytelling, uh, either internally or externally? Well, as I said a moment ago, I was familiar with their uh, Rule Light product, and you know that's that that's the cornerstone of what that magazine is about: uh, telling the stories of people who are living in these service areas. And that is certainly uh, what we do with the electric cooperative uh, local sections that we manage, and also the 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 regional telco magazine that we produce for a lot of uh, broadband companies across several states. You know, people want to read about other people. People want to see um, not just a list of features of any kind of service. They would rather see how that service or that product is uh, impacting the lives of people who are uh, who are using that. And I think um, I think that's one of the keys to you know we we talk a lot about rural broadband access. And access is only part of the story. Adoption is the arguably the bigger part of the story, or, or just as important. Um, let's get let's get people connected, but let's help them learn how to use this technology to impact their communities, their families, you know, to make life uh, better for them and, and and the ones they love. I uh, I've often likened it to when the uh, electric cooperatives started wiring the homes in the countryside and, and people thought, well, this is great. Now I can have that light bulb in the middle of the room, but there was so much more that could be done with that service. And, uh, you know, the electric cooperatives took, uh, an active role in, um, 
helping educate people on what that could mean to the farm and to the home. And, and I think the, the companies that we serve today have a similar uh, role to play in helping people learn how to, uh, how, how to adopt the broadband technology to, uh, to their lives. And really, there's no better uh, there's no better example, I think, than what we're seeing right now with the uh, challenges that we are facing with uh, the pandemic related uh, work stoppages and people having to work from home, people having to educate their kids from home, kids, uh, you know, connecting with schools, and uh, and certainly telehealth plays into that, you know. Um, this health crisis has really shown us that this is a, a that rural broadband access is something that we have to fix. Excellent, uh, Mike. Are there some uh, are there some other ways that that you see storytelling play a big role um, over there at Pioneer? Um, you know, I think Stephen captured it really well. Um, you, you know, in terms of the the emerging opportunity around around broadband. Um, I guess the, the two things I would quickly add there is, you know, there's this old adage, you know, I'm going I'm to use the P word um, carefully here, but, you know, politics. Um, the old adage is, of course, all politics is local. Um, and um, what that what that has always said to me, uh, what I think that what I think the um, analogy is, is um, um, good storytelling is local. Too, um, that that folks can can get all they want um, in terms of national storytelling and national um, uh, news and information from you know from broadcast from radio from, from television from radio from internet if they have good connections. Um, but what they increasingly can't get is local storytelling, and whether we're telling. Um, um, the stories of the that are directly related to the utilities we serve, or we're telling these really interesting um, local stories about folks and their neighbors. Um, that is a core part of the, our magazine products. Um, local is the is the connective tissue there, um, and we think that's um, that's tremendously uh, important. I like that a lot. That's uh, that's well put. I think that, you know, if you look at everything that's going on right now with the changes in the industries, the pandemic, all that, it's probably safe to say that, that storytelling is, is more important than ever before. So I appreciate you guys um, talking about that. Uh, Mike, I know that uh, this, is, this is not, uh, Word South is not Pioneer's first acquisition, um, even of 2020. Uh, would you tell us a little bit about the company that Pioneer purchased in March and why that's, uh, why that's such a great fit for, uh, for everybody involved? Yeah, I, I think it'd be very similar, Andy, to the conversation we've already sort of had about synergies and um, and being stronger um, together than we were separately. Uh, the company that we purchased in uh, at, the, at the tail end of March uh, is um, called Arc Media. Um, they are based in Jefferson City, Missouri, um, and they have uh, over the last four or five years. Um, uh, really taken the social media um, uh, a a world in the electric cooperatives uh, by storm. Um, we provided um, social media services 
provide social media services for um, the utilities that we work with. Um, uh, WordSouth has um, some strength there, but we saw particular sophistication and strength and also um, regional um, synergies um, in, the, uh, in the partnership with Archimedia. Um, they serve um, about 135 um, electric co-ops um, with um, social media support services. Uh, everything from, um, you know, uh, posting of, of uh, daily updates and um, social media uh, posts for their members uh, all the way to 24-hour, uh, seven-day-a-week monitoring of social media uh, for their customers, depending on what they want. That was a, um, and they've got some great strength in um, some other areas, including um, a, a deep understanding of legislative affairs, um, <clears throat> communications around legislative affairs. So um, being, be, being based in the Midwest um, and with that particular social media strength um, and then uh, layering in um, what WordSouth represented um, in terms of um, storytelling strength, in terms of broadband, in terms of telecommunications, and then the Western emphasis um, and strengths of, that we've already discussed of Pioneer. It, it was just a, a really obvious um, um, uh, opportunity to take to bring the three together. And frankly, a year ago, um, we didn't, you know, we didn't envision any of this stuff happening. Um, these were um, things that happened very organically, um, and we were fortunate enough to be in the in the financial position um, to uh, make these things happen and um, and create what we think is going to be. Um, just a fantastic kind of one-stop shopping service um, for those community-owned utilities. Excellent. I'm looking forward to um, all of that uh, you know, getting getting rolling and, and, and happening. Stephen, how do you see uh, all three of the companies working together to make things better for the telcos and um, other utilities that we serve? I think we, as a, as a group of companies now, are going to be so much more valuable to the industries we serve uh, much beyond uh, the sum of our parts, and I think because of the 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 strengths and the the geographic uh, differences uh, that some of those that Mike spoke to, I think you end up with with an umbrella organization here that brings uh, you know total solutions, uh, strengths in storytelling and content development, strengths in uh, you know, processes and, and procedures and, and, and the mechanics and, and, and the frameworks there to make these things happen. The, the social media, the stability of a 65-year-old cooperative. There are just so many things that when you lay all the cards out on the table, you realize that, you know, we are now uniquely positioned among all organizations of, of any type in this country to bring a comprehensive set of services to uh, uh, rural providers, community-owned providers, be they electric or um, broadband, or as we increasingly see, uh, electrics getting into broadband. Um, you know, as, as these people are serving rural America, um, you know, they, they have access to a partner that, um, that really today is, 
stronger and more capable uh, with more things to offer than has ever existed before. And uh, we're, we're very excited about that, that, um, you know, following this acquisition uh, and, and then the one of Arc Media, you know, uh, PUR is, is now standing here with this uh, family of companies that literally stretches from coast to coast um, and even uh, Alaska and Hawaii and uh, brings a level of service to the industry that uh, is unmatched. I like that. It's the kind of thing, like you said, that's never uh, never happened before. So um, that's cool to be right there at uh, at that position. So we've seen um, uh, we've seen clients, we've seen fellow vendors uh, in our industries pursue mergers, acquisitions, other partnerships like this. Um, what what advice? Uh, and I know how I know how complicated it is to buy and sell a house. So I can't imagine all of the complexities that went into uh, an arrangement like this. But what advice um, would you did, would you guys have um, for somebody, uh, a company that's considering some kind of merger acquisition, something like that? Uh, Stephen, if you don't mind going first, but what advice might you have having been through uh, this process? Well, the first thing that comes to mind, Andy, is uh, growth for growth's sake is uh, never a good strategy in my book, and I think that. When you when you look at a potential partnership, uh, an acquisition, a merger, and you say, "Hey, if we do this, we'll suddenly be bigger," and that's a good thing. Bigger is only a good thing if it is a good thing. And I think that in uh, with, with companies looking at uh, an, an M and A or partnership, you have to look at does it make strategic sense? And in our case, you know, it's a perfect example that we've. Mike and I both have outlined here uh, the complementary things that we bring to the table across, you know, several areas, be it, um, you know, the disciplines, procedures, you know, geography, offerings. Does it make sense from a strategic standpoint? And will we all be better uh, on the other side of this? And uh, you're right. We have seen. Um, we've seen utilities partnering, uh, merging, you know, we've seen some acquisitions there. Um, as a matter of fact, w- one of our clients was going through it, uh, g- g- going through an acquisition while we were going through ours and basically closed the same day. Um, so we're seeing that and we're certainly seeing vendors in the industry do the same thing. And uh, as that continues, when people continue to look for scope and scale, um, that, that would be my advice is, does it make a uh, strategic sense? Because that, that's the underlying thing. Will we be able to serve better by doing this? Nice. I think that's well put. Uh, Mike, what would you say to that? What advice do you have for folks having been through this a couple of times? Um, if they're looking either to, to be the acquirer or to be acquired or, or some kind of merger, um, what, what advice would you have for them? Yeah, I think um, I think Stephen put it really well. So I won't I won't uh, repeat what he said. I would I would just underscore that. But uh, the things I would add um, is, um, y- you know, for us it was it was not only important for this to make strategic sense, but it was important for us to for these um, these combinations to make cultural sense as well. 
um, that you know our culture um, and our um, our family uh, internal family relationships with our staffs and our external family familial relationships with our um, our consumer owned utility partners who are our owners in, as a cooperative um, are um, are extremely important. We have. Um, in our case, we have relationships that go back 65 years with these utilities, and um, and and we we um, we saw in both um, Word South and Arc um, the opportunity to bring alongside people who had the same values that we did in terms of how how they ran the business on a day-to-day -day basis with the staff, but also in their approach to their customers, members um, out there. And that, um, that was just as important as the strategic piece, um, particularly since, um, you know, our growth, we've been growing rapidly, so has Word South, so has ARC. And um, one of the things that was really valuable in, uh, that we think is going to be re really valuable, you know, we're having this conversation um, you know, weeks into the acquisition. So we've got lots of learns. We'll probably be able to answer your question even better um, six months from now or a year from now. Um, but we, um, you know, we saw um, the ability to bring um, together really talented managers and staff um, to, to, um, to run this combined, you know, uh, slowly combining whatever that looks like at the other end of the, the all this work we have before us, um, bring great um, management and staff talent together. And that's, um, that's nothing but a good thing. And, you know, the, the, what's great about this is that the principals involved are all staying and, and remaining involved, which I think also speaks to that cultural um, and strategic synergy. Um, you know, Stephen is going to, you know, is, is remaining as part of the core management, top management team. Um, and, and so is Andy Neidert and the other founders of, so are the uh, Andy Neidert and the uh, other founders of uh, Arc Media as well. Um, so I think that speaks to um, not only how we put this together, but um, the shared goals um, of, of the leadership going forward. Definitely. I think that speaks volumes, just like you said. Uh, the last question I had for, for y'all is to, uh, to get out the crystal balls for a minute. I know you guys are, are piecing together um, a lot of systems and processes, trying to see who does what best and, and that sort of thing. Um, but if you don't mind, dust off the crystal balls. Let's look in the future, a year, year and a half down the road. Uh, Mike, I'd like to start with you, but, but where, uh, where do you see um, WordSouth, Pioneer, and ARC um, in a year, year and a half, and what will we be able to do uh, for the folks that we serve? Um, that you know, uh, that's a that's a really um, that's it's a tough question. You know, I, I would have felt more confident, honestly, answering that question for you, Andy, um, before um, COVID nineteen became such a prominent part of what's going on um, uh, in, in our country. Um, you know, economically, uh, that's going to present some very interesting challenges for us, uh, all our entities, and for the utilities that we work with. In some respects, um, um, you know, as Stephen already touched on, um, we think it has, you know, the, the sort of work from home environment and, you know, what, be, what may be a, a, um, a new um, skepticism about, you um, 
uh, sort of closer living that 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 is what um, you get when you're in a metro area um, may res uh, is certainly going to result in this push toward um, the um, making broadband uh, available to not only rural areas but you know the folks who are um, increasingly um, adapting to work from home as a permanent uh, solution for themselves and it's not all rural you know we're all involved in in, the, in these communities that you know were formerly rural but now are being um, you know subsumed into metro areas so um, you know I think the, the, the crystal ball is a bit foggy except that we think um, with the economic challenges also come potentially great opportunity to provide really efficient services um, to um, to our members and our soon-to-be members um, that um, you know they may not be able to to afford um, in their you know to add the staff uh, uh, to their organization internally as opposed to looking for a partner that can really efficiently help them accomplish their goals um, communications goals as a electric utility as a telco as a subsidiary that may be doing broadband um, you know under the umbrella of those kinds of organizations so I think the future is is really really bright um, where those opportunities are all going to pop up is um, is you know why you have an adaptive management team absolutely I think for just about anybody looking into the future the covid puts a pretty big asterisk on on anything but it does sound like a position to do to do a lot of good for a lot of people. Stephen, as, as you look forward, um, what are you excited about uh, down the road uh, for the future for all three uh, organizations? I think, Andy, that you're going to see uh, some short-term uh, projects that come along, um, or opportunities, I should say, that uh, appear to be obvious, uh, low-hanging fruit, if you will, as we see some areas that we can all get better uh, quickly with uh, in, in terms of integration i guess you would say and you know different products or services that 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 makes sense to improve and that we can immediately um well maybe not immediately but you know in the very short term um you know offer better services uh, across the board um a lot of that question will be answered as we move very methodically and uh, with, with with a lot of intentionality through the integration process that involves taking a, a real assessment of uh, who does what best, who's doing things that the others aren't doing among the three companies, and um, figuring out the best way to to um, to integrate those in order to improve the service that we bring to to those that we serve, and that. Uh, that's an evolved process. Uh, it will be a continuing process. And I can already tell by working with this, um, with this executive team that these people share uh, something that, that has always driven me at WordSouth and, and our management team here is that we always want to be better. And we're always looking for ways to uh, improve the service that we provide, to improve our operation, to um, you know, we're, we're, we're never, um, we're never shy at WordSouth about making uh, adjustments, be that in uh, software or 
the way that we uh, structure workflows or, you know, those kind of things. We've, we've always looked for ways to do things better for that end um, customer. And so uh, I'm seeing that same philosophy at uh, Pioneer and at Art Media as well. And uh, that really excites me that we, we've got a group here that's dedicating to, dedicated to building an organization that is going to be much better and much stronger than any of us ever could have been on our own. I like that. Well, I know it's been uh, it's been exciting for you guys to put it together and make the announcement. It's been exciting for the team here to hear about it. It's been uh, it's been fun letting clients know the good news, making the phone calls that we have. Uh, and so, I really appreciate you guys both taking the time uh, to be on this episode and and uh, communicate. You know, being a communications company uh, it makes sense for us to communicate with folks. So, uh, this podcast I think will will help um, you know hear hear from you guys about about everything that's going on. So. I appreciate you guys both taking the time. He is Mike Shepard, CEO of Pioneer Utility Resources. Thanks again for joining us, Mike. Thank you. He is Stephen Smith of Word South. Thanks for being on. Absolutely. Thank you, Andy. I'm Andy Johns. And until we talk again, keep telling your story. You've been listening to Story Connect, the podcast, a production of Word South, a content marketing company.